Welcome to the Bed Post Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Aaron Pym, and I'm the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bed Post Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. And today, I have a very special guest here in the <laughs> library with me uh, on on the IGs on Instagram. Her her handle is the Canadian Sex Therapist. Please welcome to the mic, Bethany. Hey, girl. Hey. How are you? I'm good. It is so cold outside. Oh, my gosh. It's the worst. I know, but it's it's the wetness. Like, I'm from the territories. We we don't deal with this. Oh, territories, yeah, you say. none of it. Oh. None of it. I'm actually going um, to see my sister for Christmas. In none of it? Yeah. She's paying for my plane ticket because they're, like, two grand. <laughs> That's a nice sister. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen her in a long time, so... I live in the same city as my brother, and I haven't seen him, I realized, in over... In, like, maybe a year and a half. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, no, Erin! That's... <laughs> I know! Wow! <laughs> I know! We're just so bad at keeping in touch. It's not like we're, like, estranged or have a bad relationship <laughs> no. or anything. It's like we just suck at keeping in touch. Well, you are busy. Like, you we're run... We're both busy. You run this variety show. Yeah. You work, I don't know how many jobs. <laughs> like, I, I tried to figure it out on idea. I was like, oh, what? What on, is she on, doing today? Yeah, on paper, too. But... <laughs> Wow. (laughs) In theory, many jobs. Yeah, and he's busy too. He's a dad of two, like, almost teenagers at this point. You know, he's got the ex, he's got the new girlfriend, he's a DJ, but he has, like, a union job, day job as well. So I think we're both just like. (laughs) Time is very minimal. Yeah, doing way too much. (laughs) I I feel you. I feel you. (laughs) Because, okay. So, Bethany. (laughs) Yes. Hi. Hi. (laughs) What? Do you want to just tell people exactly what we're here to speak about today? We're here to talk about my mental illness, uh, dissociative identity disorder. Um, It's more commonly known as multiple personality disorder. That used to be the old diagnosis, Mm -hmm. but now um, psychiatrists go by uh, dissociative identity disorder or DID. DID. Yes. So what exactly is that? So DID is this really cool brain coping mechanism. So it's caused by trauma, um, usually before the age of 10. Mm -hmm. So once upon a time, I don't know what it was, but my brain did this thing where it just broke. And um, so these amnesiac walls uh, went up around uh, certain aspects of what make me me. So everyone has these personalities. And through normal development, they would usually, like, become a part of you, a multifaceted person. Hmm. Not to say that I'm not multifaceted, but um, due to trauma, these walls went up. So each of these alters or personalities, I use the word alters, um, 
grew into their own person. So right now, I identify with three additional people, including myself. So there's Zachary, also known as Zach. Mm-hmm. She is the only alter that ages with me, but she just turned 29 last week, so happy birthday. And how old are you? I'm 28. You're 28, So okay. um, I'm six months and a day younger than <laughs> Zach, as she likes to put out. Uh, Zach identifies as Israeli. Uh, she is my only non-white alter. Uh, she speaks French and English and some Hebrew, and um, she is what... Um, psychiatrists know her as a protector. So if something Hmm. bad were to happen or I'm in a weird, awkward space that I need to get out of, Zach will be the first one to come out. So she speaks with uh, a French accent and uh, she doesn't need glasses as much as I do. Uh, She only needs them for reading. Um, and you wear glasses. All I the wear time. glasses all the time. And you speak multiple languages as yeah, well. Yeah, I I'm fluent in nine. I was gonna say I think <laughs> it's a lot. I don't know exactly the number. It's a lot. Yeah, though. so it's nine. seven spoken languages and two sign languages. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So there's one. <laughs> uh, so French, German. German's my native language, um, which brings me to my second altar. Heinrich, who is my only male alter, and he's also permanently stuck at the age of 21. I see. Um, he identifies as German, white German. Um, you he, And you identify as female? Uh, as female, that yeah. is correct. And um, he is straight. <laughs> and it's kind of interesting trying to navigate life with Heinrich. Um, he's kind of known as my prosecutor because he has a drug addiction. Um, he's been sober now for almost six years. So, yay! Um, Good for him. Yeah, yeah. Actually, him landing in rehab is pretty much what started our journey, trying to figure out what was going on. And my third alter is a little girl. She's 10 years old. She will be forever 10 years old. So I will be 60, and I will still have this alter who's 10. Her name is Shoshana, and um, she's just this happy little kid who loves bunnies, Oh my god. <laughs> Loves bunnies. And um, she has this uh, stuffed cashmere bunny that she brings around with her everywhere. And it's like always in my backpack. But Security blanket type, yeah, type thing. Yeah. She's, uh, she's my presumed innocence. So uh, she kind of comes out kind of to take care of self-care. But lately I've taken more on that responsibility because she's a 10-year-old little girl. And it's kind of my responsibility to keep her safe. Mm-hmm. But um, going back to the languages, so French, English, German, Anuktuk, which is the Inuit language of mm-hmm. the north, mm-hmm. um, Spanish, Hebrew, Arabic. <laughs> I also can sign in French and English. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, so that's everybody? That's everybody. <laughs> that's all the languages and that's everybody? That's everybody. I okay. Hope. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, maybe we can go back to when you first identified with this oh, disorder gosh. or when that first started coming out. So, my understanding um, is that they've always been around. So, Heinrich recently told me that he has been with me for 24 years. So, that is my longest relationship to date. <laughs> Ever. In, Ever. With anyone. With a man. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Um, he's been with me the longest. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, Shoshana's only been with me for about 15 or so years. 
Um, though I'm not entirely sure because I was only officially diagnosed five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but in talks with my foster sister in the north, um, she has told me that I've always had these personalities, and um, but they never really thought anything of it because mental illness is quite the norm up north. But like there was no one else like me there. But they kind of just ignored it, but dealt with it at the same time, um, because they couldn't make sense of it, and they were kind of afraid of it. Um, I wish I could ask my foster mom more questions, but unfortunately, she died a year ago, but it's okay. And um, so my sister kind of fills in a lot of the gaps. Uh, As to your early Yeah, so uh, she says Heinrich's her favorite, (laughs) because Heinrich was always the one to be like, hey, let's go get some moonshine and some (laughs) your drugs, and we're going to have a good night. And uh, yeah, she she (laughs) loved him for that. Um, She said that Zach was always kind of around, but it was really hard to uh, figure out when Zach was out and when I was out, because Zach also wears glasses, and Heinrich and Shoshana don't, so it was quite easy to figure that out mm-hmm. but um before i learned english at 18 i uh i always kind of spoke with a weird german french accent so my schooling was in french and but my first language is german and uh she said it was really hard to figure out like when zach was out because she speaks with a french accent and i also spoke with a french accent once upon a time but um so her, were the personalities not distinct enough for her to really she's, notice the difference? Uh, she said for her it was really easy to like figure out when Shoshana was out. Because mm-hmm. um, Shoshana talks in a very small, tiny little girl voice. Mm-hmm. And um, she doesn't wear glasses. And Heinrich, similar thing. Um, he speaks with a German accent, which wasn't something I usually did. Mm-hmm. And he also doesn't need glasses either. But like, but were there like, I mean, more like personality traits, I guess, that were... Yeah, so Zach's more feminine than I am. Um, I feel quite vulnerable, for example, in like dresses and skirts and Zach doesn't. Mm-hmm. So uh, she said, uh, my sister Kaya was always like, I usually had to look at what you were wearing mm-hmm. to like figure it out. And if you were wearing a skirt, it was Zach. Mm-hmm. And... Um, if you were wearing like ripped jeans and if you were looking for a fix, it was obviously Heinrich. And mm-hmm. if you were just coloring and humming to yourself, it was obviously Shoshana. Mm-hmm. Um, Shoshana used to be known as Princess. Mm-hmm. Um, we changed her name uh, three years ago mm-hmm. um, due to something horrific that happened. Oh dear. Uh, which we may touch on later. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's Shoshana now. And some people who know her as Princess, she always says, like, no, my name is now Shoshana. Mm-hmm. And um, for a lot of my old friends, like that's kind of like a hard point for them to accept. Not the fact that there's other people in my body. They're, fine with that. <laughs> they're just weird name changes they're not used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting to live with three other people. It's a constant negotiation basis on a daily. So okay, my first question is probably. Are you still present in some way when... At the moment, no. Um, So a a good analogy is to think that the body is a car. Mm -hmm. So right now, I'm in the driver's seat. I am driving the car. Mm -hmm. But if we're Zach to come out right now, she'd be driving the car and I'd be stuck in the trunk. Mm -hmm. 
So the goal is now to achieve co-consciousness and or integration, as some people call it. Um, so that means the goal is for me to be in the passenger seat. So I have mm. memory of what's going on and Zach or Heinrich or Shoshana are driving. Um, I was pretty close to co-consciousness uh, a few years ago and then disaster happened and that no longer was accessible. So right now um, I experience blackouts. What does that feel like? Um, it's a little traumatic at times. Uh, we recently moved to Toronto in August. Mm -hmm. And one day in the first, like, initial weeks of school, I uh, I came to, like, I woke up in my own body. Downtown Toronto, no glasses, no idea how I got there, and no idea where I was. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it can be scary. Like That would be scary. New town. Yeah. No glasses. That's frightening to me. Like, I wear contacts. Yeah. <laughs> I have very bad vision. If I did not have my glasses and I did not know where the fuck I was. Yeah, like, right now I'm not wearing my glasses, so you're kind of fuzzy, but, like, I could still make out who you are. Yeah. Um, so what I did was just went into the nearest, like, business. I was like, hey, where's the closest subway station? Yeah, where am I? And, like, how do I get back to North York? And they're just like, oh, take this and da da And I'm like... So you had money hey. on you, thank God. Yeah, I always have my Presto on me, thankfully. Yeah. Um, but because Heinrich and Shoshana don't need glasses, it never occurs to them to bring them. To bring them, yeah. Especially Shoshana. Heinrich's getting a little bit better, but Shoshana, forget about it. So, so okay, that said, they all know that other these al other altars exist, oh, yeah. that you exist. Yeah. Every we lead parallel lives. Okay. So right now in my brain, I can honestly say that Heinrich and Zach are both here. Um, Shoshana's off being somewhere else, which is fine. Um, but Zach and Heinrich are aware that I'm here and um, I can't really access them. It's kind of weird. It's kind of like Alice in Wonderland. Like in my brain, there is just this wall of awful. It's black and it's awful. And there's this outline of a door. But I don't have a doorknob. They have a doorknob. They can come in and go as they please, as they see fit, but I can't access them. They only have access to me. And um, recently, Shoshana met a couple of my coworkers, mm -hmm. and Shoshana shared with one of them um, that why, I, I guess a friend of mine asked why. Shoshana wouldn't let me have access to her memories. And Shoshana said, some things are better left unknown. Hmm. And I don't know what she means by yeah, that. Whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Because now she's opened the Pandora's box and I just want to know. Yeah. And she will not answer me. Yeah. Um, and that's so, kind of a saucy kid-like thing to yeah, say. Like, very, curious? Yeah. <laughs> like, just like, you want to go down the rabbit hole? Sure. Yeah. Let's drink this. Um, Interesting. So how, how um, do you deal with this happening then just not under your control? So as you just said, mm -hmm. she, someone could come out while you're on shift at work. Yeah. Um, so when I'm at work, I actually have, um, protocols set in place, uh, mm -hmm. due to the nature of where I work, mm -hmm. um, that Heinrich and Zach are able to continue to work because they're adults. Would they yeah. continue to work? Yeah, they would. They would just put their own spin on it. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Shoshana, however, uh, due to the nature of what I do, um, she 
is to go home. <laughs> She's got to go home. She's got to go home. Um, I tried to keep her as innocent as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. And that's really, really hard to do when there's like three other adults. Hmm. And those other adults, in addition to myself, are also sexually active. Yes. And that is a whole thing yeah, that we're going to get uh, into. Yeah. <sighs> it's, uh, it's, I got some stories. Yeah. I, got I stories. bet. <laughs> I mean, if, if an alter can come out at work, an alter can come out any yeah. time <laughs> yeah uh, yeah um it'd be like nope my turn out you go <laughs> just like, what? everyone what? wants a piece of the pie okay well it's uh, like for them for zach and heinrich toronto's like a new playground right mm. and uh, i haven't gone to oasis yet mm-hmm. mostly because have, have, have they no <laughs> um most to my knowledge no um so it'll be interesting to see what happens because we're f- we're from Ottawa, and even though Ottawa does have a sex club, it's really remote. Mm-hmm. Like you have to get on a bus and be on the bus for a while before you get to it, bound and obsessed. Mm-hmm. Um, but pr- prior to living in Ottawa, we were in Halifax, and to my knowledge, there isn't a sex club in Halifax. Mm-hmm. So. Toronto's like a playground of new opportunities and new people and they all want a piece. So did you find, are you finding them coming out more now that you're uh, in Toronto? Like, does that affect it? Not really. No, no. Like they used to come out on a daily basis. Um, I do have some control. Like I, there's a lot of cognitive work that goes into to keeping them suppressed, mm-hmm. especially when I'm in class, because there have been times that um, they will walk out of class, mm. and uh, that doesn't help me at all. Mm. So uh, it, it's just like towards the end of the day, it gets a little bit more difficult. Um, like as you get tired? Yeah, like uh, I, I start running out of spoons to dealing with it and then sometimes i get so burnt out that i'm just like okay whoever wants it out (sighs) take over i don't want to and you know they're actually it sounds like they cause me a lot of grief but actually they're quite helpful like zach Hmm. and heinrich will actually do my homework for me interesting yeah yeah my i I was thinking of a question where you're saying in class you Mm -hmm. know and they'll someone could show up mid-class so then have you missed out on that half a class and you've got to like get notes or you've got to, well, what do you do when you, <laughs> when you're like, Oh shit. Like, <laughs> Oh fuck. This mm. happened. Um, so one of my accommodations is that I record my classes. Ah, very uh, smart. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, now the trick is just keeping them in class. So usually what I do is I go into most of my classes are in massive auditorium. So I sit right in the middle and then people are on either side of me. So it makes it really difficult for them to leave. Gotcha. But, um, Will they take notes? No. So uh, I usually am re- reliant on my recordings, and they'll do what I- you can actually like hear Zach, for example, like shopping online. Like he'd be like, "That's an ugly dress. What? What? What was she really? thinking? Like, why did she make that?" Talking to herself. Yeah, and like Heinrich could be like, "Let's see what fuckery we can get up to today." And I'm just like, "Dude, not today." What's it like hearing that on the recorder? Oh, it, on the well, recording? I have a camera set up in my apartment. Oh. So, like, every morning I wake up and I'm just like, all right, what did we do last night? Because I don't remember last night at all. And you can refer to the yeah. footage. Footage. So I just sit there with my coffee. I'm not at a bed just quite yet because I have my coffee situated that it's, like, right beside my bed. <laughs> and then I watch the footage on, like, wow, an iPad of sorts. 
And uh, what do you think of it? Like, what do you what what are you thinking about <laughs> when you're watching that? Lately, it's just like why. Um, but right now, I don't have any more exams, so I'm off until the new semester starts. So it's just like a free for all for everybody. Mm-hmm. So last night, for example, um, it's Hanukkah and. Zach and I are both Jewish, and uh, so Zach was making Lockheed's left, right, and center, <laughs> and she was just, like, singing at the top of her, like, lungs, and I'm sorry, Zach, but you, your voice is crap. Um, <laughs> I love you dearly, but no. Um, can you sing? No. <laughs> <laughs> can anyone? No. But Hire can draw really, really, really well. Hmm. Like, he can do portraits. Um, so, right now, he's actually designing our tattoo piece that's going to go on my arm. Wow. It's Alice in Wonderland themed because I feel like my life is Alice in Wonderland. And cool. um, so Heinrich is the Mad Hatter. Zach is the Queen of Hearts. And Shoshana, obviously, is the White Rabbit. Yeah. So, and of course, I'm Alice. You're Alice. But yeah. yeah, so I kind of get to see what they look like and how they think they see themselves. Yes. Um, so it's really interesting. Like, Zach has been done, and she has very Semitic features. Her eyes are very almond. She's got, like, makeup on, and she has really long, flowy, curly hair. And when I said it, I was like, bitch, the fuck? Why couldn't you give me that? <laughs> so, and, like, he's working on Shoshana's right now, and she has a space in between her two front teeth, and she has, like, really long, bushy, frizzy hair. But it's not done yet, but it's really, it's going to be cool. I'm curious to know how Heinrich sees himself. That's very interesting. It is. You, it is. You'll now have a visual yeah. reference to And I'd be like, yeah, so this is Heinrich. And I'll like point to my arm. <laughs> People are like, what? What, <laughs> what are you, are you, what are you about? even what? talking about? <laughs> okay, so Bethany, we're going to take a bit of a break. Sure. And then uh, as pre-discussed, we're going to talk about how you deal with your disability and how you navigate relationships and your <laughs> sex life and sexuality. Ooh, grab some tea, everybody. Get some popcorn, everybody. We're going to get into it. (laughs) And we'll be right back with the Canadian sex therapist, Bethany. This week's sponsor is Lovecrafters Toys, a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that offers products like strap-on compatible tentacle dildos, dragon egg Benoit balls, and squid butt plugs. These geeky and playful products are body safe and handmade using platinum grade silicone. If you want to hear more about this groovy Toronto artist, check out episode 89 of the Bedpost podcast in which I have the pleasure of interviewing Shay. And if you want to purchase these whimsical sex toys, check out the Lovecrafters Etsy shop or head on down to our full-time sponsors website, comeasyouare.com. Come As You Are has the peculiar distinction of being the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop. With feminist and anti-capitalist values, Come As You Are only carries sexuality products that they truly believe in at the lowest price possible. Enter coupon code BEDPOST when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive a 15% discount. And don't forget that shipping on orders over $50 is free in Canada. That's B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you visit comeasyouare.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm Erin Pym, and I'm here with the Canadian sex therapist, Bethany. Hello. Hello, hello. So, 
Yes. We want to talk about how you navigate your sex life, oh, gosh. relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's a big conversation <laughs> to have. <laughs> yes, I have some stories. <laughs> I hope you're ready to have Do some tell. belly laughs, listener. <laughs> All right. So, like I said before, so I identify as queer. Um, gender is of no consequence to me in mm-hmm. terms of who I'm attracted to, mm-hmm. um, which works out very well <laughs> when you have an alter that identifies as man and is straight mm-hmm. and another alter who identifies as a woman, as a feminine lesbian woman. And l- let me just say, uh, the blackouts are real because sometimes I wake up in people's beds and I have no idea who I got there and who they are. Wow. Yeah. What do you do? Oh, that happens. I have perfected the art of sneaking out. So, oh. gentlemen, <laughs> you need to learn how to sneak out. Hit me up. In the meantime. So you just creep right out of there. You oh just God, go straight no. out of that oh. situation. Oh, my God, Aaron, no. <laughs> so, in the early di- like early days of trying to understand my diagnosis um, and just learning to navigate it, I was dating somebody. Her name was Allegra, and... Mm-hmm. She she was everything to us. Um, but I remember waking up one day and I was in some woman's bed and she was on my right arm and my arm was asleep, like pain going up my arm into my chest. And I was actually kind of debating whether or not to like cut off my arm <laughs> to get out of there. And she was hardcore asleep. Like she was so asleep, Aaron. Like she was dead to the world. <laughs> Like, I actually at one point took her pulse gently to make sure that she was still alive. But I was having this conversation in my head. I was like, do I really need my right arm? Do I? Like, Heinrich's left-handed. I'm pretty sure I can do it. And then she rolled over. I was like, fuck yeah. So I, like, quickly gathered my stuff, except I couldn't find my underwear or bra. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. The girls are going to be loose today. It just like walked out. And thankfully I knew Halifax reasonably well enough that I was like, I'm on the waterfront. I live that way. It's good. But I'm just like, who is this? Yeah. Who, who, who was sleeping with who? And to this day, I still have no idea. I was going to say, how can you find out? Can you? Did you? I don't know. But earlier in the, in the semester, so back in September, I was here and I was trying to find where my class was and someone came up to me and they were like, Heinrich. And I'm like, oh God, no, no, this is not happening. Even though this has happened multiple times. I'm like, this is not happening here. Because I thought it was a success because I went to bed. I remember going to bed and I woke up in our bed. So I thought I was fine. No, the assholes were getting up in the middle of the night, going to do whatever they wanted to do, and then snuck our asses back into our house. Wow. So she comes up to me and she's like, Heinrich, last night was so good. I want to do it again. And I'm just like, "Uh, uh, what do I say? What do I say? What do I say? What do I say? And... She's waiting for an answer, and I'm just like, oh, God. All right, do I throw myself under the bus and explain and hope she understands, or do I just be like, I, I'm sorry, I have no idea who you're talking about. Or do you, like, play Heinrich? Like, what? <laughs> I've tried that in the past, but I can't mimic his accent. Like, yeah. he talks deeper than I do, and when I try, it really hurts, like, to go that yeah. deep. And I'm just like, uh... So I told her. 
I was like, hey, I, I have this thing called dissociative identity disorder. You know, the deer in the headlights look comes up. I'm like, multiple personalities. I said, you've met one of them. I'm sorry. And she's like, that is so cool. <laughs> like, tell me more. And we're friends. Oh, great. Yeah, so it worked Good. out. It worked out. But like, you know, it doesn't always work out because there was this one instance with Zach and this same thing. Girl came up to me and she was like, Hey, Zach, last night was so good. Can we do it? But maybe when my boyfriend's out of town next. And I'm like, uh-oh. What? <laughs> we had a threesome. <laughs> no, she cheated on her boyfriend with Zach. Ooh. So boyfriend Play over here. Yeah. yeah. So Zach over here. Or, yeah. So Zach, like I can hear Zach snickering in my head. I'm like, <laughs> you bitch, why? <laughs> so, and her boyfriend overhears the conversation. He's like, He's, your name is Zach. And I'm like, oh, fuck and i'm like sure i'm gonna pretend to be zach yeah and I'm yeah, like, yeah yeah yep i'm zach one of it and i played off and she's just, like she's looking at me and she realizes that i'm not zach right and uh because like i said before zach speaks with a french accent mm-hmm. i clearly do not right now mm-hmm. so he's like threatening to beat me up he's saying that he's going to like make sure everybody knows about me him and his bros are gonna come after me and i'm like dude try it like so i sit down and i'm just like really is it that big of a deal like honestly um and like the girl looks absolutely mortified but like something about that entire dynamic struck me as abusive Mm -hmm. and i just kind of like wrote my number on a piece of paper with my actual name as Bethany and I also put a slash and wrote sack and I said you know when you're ready to leave I will help you two weeks later she texts me and she's like can you come and get me wow. so Zach and I both got her out um but since then I have told her what has happened and uh, she has a relationship with Zach right now interesting so um yeah, so it's really hard to navigate that because Zach is kind of a... I love her dearly. Um, she's a player. <laughs> she sleeps around and she likes it that way. Yeah. And Henrik's is a bit of the same. He's uh, he's my man whore. And he's uh-huh. okay with that too. And I'm okay with that too. As long as he doesn't bring anything home, I'm cool. So as a result, um, due to the fact that I do have two alters that are sexually active, I'm on the medication called PrEP. Mm-hmm. So I pay out of pocket every month for that because mm-hmm. it's not approved by Canada Health yet. So that costs about me $900 a month. Wow. Yeah, it's prohibitive. And um, I'm a big advocate for it to be uh, approved by Canada Health mm-hmm. uh, because I feel like there are other people that could use that. It's a very useful tool and um, it's just cost wise, it's just not effective. Yep. Um, and and so, that for people that don't know what, yeah. what that is. Uh, so it is actually um, a prolaxis. Uh, so it prevents um, me from getting HIV, Yeah, uh, essentially. And uh, it's really cool. So I use it as birth control in addition to my IUD. Mm-hmm. And not that there's ever a threat of me getting pregnant with those two alters, but, right. you know, like... I've had to have the safety talks with them numerous times, and of course they always laugh at me, but, like, I keep um, a shitload of dental dams in my apartment to the point where, like, Shoshana's like, what's this? And I'm like, no, no, no. (laughs) Step away from the dams. 
So, um, but yeah, no, it's really interesting. For me, I recently started dating, um, again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh God, Toronto, why? (laughs) Were you on a break? Uh, yeah, so, uh, I did get married to Allegra. Um, Allegra was very, very special to us. Uh, she was a transgender, um, person, Mm -hmm. um, male to female, and, uh, unfortunately she died. I'm sorry. Yeah. So that was one of the massive breakdowns. Sure. Um, part of the wall came up and it was Allegra. And Zach and I were very, very close to Allegra. And Allegra was very beloved by everybody in the system. So Zach, Heinrich, Shoshana, and myself. Uh, Heinrich identified with Allegra a lot because she understood what it meant to be trapped in a body that's not yours. Wow. And Shoshana and Allegra used to watch movies, eat popcorn, draw, whatever. Little stuff. And uh, Zach was technically married to Allegra as well. And I was married. And uh, she died in a car accident. So oh please don't text and drive. And um, I, I was on a break for two years grieving just trying to get everybody settled and i figured since you know my alters love to date i thought i should have that opportunity too (sighs) so the way that i date is i do online dating okay so that's how i scream um i don't tell people right off the bat that i have did Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not on your profile no no i i have these things that you know naturally filter people out, like, the fact that I'm a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll scare them away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, you know, I am sex positive, and everyone's just like, what's sex positive? And I'm just like, Google's free. Exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and you know, I can read a little bit about them, and, you know, just get a feel for it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I've been on a couple of dates, mm-hmm. and, uh, ghosting is very real yeah like other people ghosting you yeah other people yeah. ghosting me everyone ghosting everyone that's yeah. the nature of online yeah. dating yeah. Yeah. yeah like zach and heinrich are like experts at ghosting yeah mostly because they can't control it but whatever <laughs> but, still, but still it happens they should not be doing that <laughs> from yeah. anyway so um I have to be really conscious of how i date because i do have a 10 year old alter so yeah. i have to you know I did disclose once to a perspective and he was asking me a bunch of questions and I said, look, like I have three different alters. One ages with me. The other one is a man who identifies as straight. You're never going to have sex with him. So don't even think about it. It's not going to happen. He's tried. Mm -mm." Um, and I have a 10 year old alter. So you obviously cannot have sex with her. And dude was just like, why? And I'm like, oh my God, what is happening right now? Go away. Yeah. And like, it's creepy. It's weird. Um, but I do have to, you know, I hope one day that I do meet somebody who's just like, okay, all right. So how do we navigate this? And, um, And I've been thinking a lot lately, am I monogamous or am I poly? Mm -hmm. Because I do have these alters and and I do want them to have normal, healthy sex lives, whatever normal may be. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but I identify as monogamous. So it's it's interesting, and um, and I think almost everybody who's in the sex industry has that moment where it questions their idea of what sex positivity is. And that one was kind of mine. It was just like, well, what am I supposed to do? And um, right now, we're just going with it. Um, because I, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. So Zach has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Heinrich's not dating anybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm just talking to people. Yeah, and you're <laughs> prospective. Prospectives. Yes. There yes. is a list. <laughs> I'll get to them eventually. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes eventually. Just so... So I, I is there nothing you can do then, for example, to not have Shoshana come um, out like on a date? Like she's pretty aware of what's going on. Like yeah. I've had those conversations with her. It's just like, hey, like I'm gonna start dating, and she'd be like, okay, is he nice? Like, um, so she asked me questions like that. But I see her as kind of like my daughter. Or my little sister, depending on the day, depending mm-hmm. on how much she's aggravating me. <laughs> and, uh, but more often than not, she's my daughter. And um, a lot of people are like, and I, I try to keep our home as that safe place. So I don't tend to invite people over. I usually end up going over there. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you live alone. And I live alone. <laughs> I have to. Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, you're not nice to me. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of rent. Yes. But, it's not uh, nice to anyone. Yeah. No. no. The worst. Yeah. So, um, I haven't had a situation where Shoshana has come out during an intimate act, but I've had her come out during a date. Mm-hmm. And Shoshana is very interesting in the fact that because of the fact that I didn't know about her for such a long time, she has learn to mimic me oh except she will not speak because when she speaks i'm gonna imitate her voice she sounds like this yeah and it's never good (laughs) and um she won't talk like i'll it'll look like me but i'll suddenly stop talking and i'm a very chatty sociable person and i like and it's shoshana out but like shoshana will kind of draws into herself she's very introverted Mm -hmm. whereas i'm a bit of an ambivert Mm -hmm. um so it looks really weird because suddenly i'm like into the date and suddenly i'm not Mm -hmm. and i've had one date where they said you stopped talking at one point last night and i'm like oh god Uh like shoshana came out and like i have to go to that wall in my brain and be like did you come out (laughs) like Mm -hmm. and you know this tiny voice says yes and i'm sorry we'll come through and i'm just like it's not your fault but why and i'm trying to like and what happened (laughs) like yeah and i'm trying to like navigate like what was going on and more often than not it's just a 10 year old who wants to go home to bed Mm -hmm. more often can we go now yeah it's Mm. just like i'm over this You've had your fun. Let's I'm go. I'm bored. Yes. yes. I'm bored. <laughs> um, I've had, you know, notes from Shoshana in the past saying like, hey, I brought us home. You slept over at somebody's place. I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> like, she's fully aware of what is going on. And I really wish that wasn't the case. But but in that way, is she then aware that she's not supposed to yeah. be there, say, she... during a sexual act or yeah, something? Yeah, exactly. She knows enough that... Yeah, so she knows that, you know, it's my time, mm-hmm. and uh, that she'll have her time eventually. Right. So Sundays are kind of dedicated to Shoshana. Um, that's a day that 
Shoshana gets to do whatever Shoshana wants to do. And right now, it seems to be going to the Ripley's Aquarium a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is aware during, like, a sexual or intimate act or anything, like, of the sort, uh, she's not supposed to be out. Okay. But that doesn't mean that Heinrich or Zach won't come out. Right. So. So. <laughs> I've had instances where I've been in a sexual act and Heinrich's just like, nope, fuck you, buddy, and, like, leaves. And it's something about the sexual act that hasn't triggered me, but has triggered him, and he wants to leave. So he's in the middle of an act. Yeah. And he chooses to peace out. Uh, well, it's more like me that's in the middle of the act, but, like, they're always, like, they lead parallel lives to me. Okay. So, like I said earlier, like, Heinrich is here, and so is Zach, so, like, they're aware of what's going on. And, um, a couple years ago, we were held hostage so trigger warnings ahead um we were held hostage and repeatedly assaulted oh my god to the point where i dissociated and an altar came out to take my place tried it to protect me and so as a result all three of my altars have been sexually assaulted which is why i'm very very focused on keeping soshana as innocent as humanly possible and um Heinrich has in Zach well they all do but Heinrich in this instance has very specific triggers that aren't triggers to me but they are for him so I, if I'm doing that trigger mm-hmm. and I'm still trying to learn what those are I was going to say yeah um Hugh will come out put a stop to it and he will leave so what does that mean exactly? Like for you, for me, who's I mean, engaged in a yeah, sexual act with someone? For me, it means a very, very awkward conversation the next day. Um, so you'll just can you feel him leave? No, like I'll just wake up and I'll have a note saying like we had to leave. Okay. And that's all that's happened. Oh, I, I see. So he'll come out yeah. and walk out of the yeah, bedroom. Yeah, he'd be like, nope, we're done. Leave. And he'll leave. And go home And uh, I'll have this note from Heinrich later okay. saying like, hey, we had to leave. And I'll have this text message. From, from the person you're sleeping with. Yeah. And it's just like, um, did I do something wrong? Yeah. And I never know how to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. And I usually be like, hey, I don't remember much of last night. Can, can you tell me, like, what's going on? And it's really easy if we've been drinking. So, yeah, yeah, that's a good... <laughs> but, like, if we haven't been drinking, I'm kind of like, fuck. What's my excuse to say uh, I didn't remember? I don't remember <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yeah. So he'll tell me, like, they'll, they'll be like, well, I was doing this, and suddenly you were kind of different and mm. like almost everyone knows that I'm different. Like something was off. Yeah. Something and, changed with and you. And then you were, and then you told me to fuck off and then you stormed out of the house and wow. I'm just like, Oh, okay. Huh. <laughs> and I usually just go with the flow at that point. Cause like, I'm not sure of how to explain that mm. I have this disability and how receptive they are they're going to be mm-hmm. to that um so it's a constant trying to find the balance and more often than not when like they don't happen often when those occurrences happen but when they do happen i usually end up not seeing that person mm-hmm. because of what was said from an altars or whatever zach or heinrich said irreparable um, sometimes sometimes or they're just like you know what you crazy like i can't handle uh, that or like that will be the text that i wake up to uh, um unfortunately i am going to admit that i have ghosted a couple of people because it's been so awkward that i don't know what to do 
And I'm not saying that's right. I really should, you know, put my big girl panties on and figure it out. But I don't know what to do. It's hard. It is. It is hard. It's It's just like, I'm I'm balancing a lesbian, a straight dude, and, you know, a 10-year-old, and there's myself. So that's why Allegra was kind of like the unicorn. Mm. And and she's gone. But um, when I first started dating, like really hardcore dating in like October, uh, Zach was so against it. Hmm. She threatened to take over, Hmm. um, which has happened once before. And that was with Heinrich. Heinrich took over for a better part of a year and developed a drug addiction. Um, And I woke up in rehab. Um, a year later. A year later. I don't remember anything between... Anything? 2009 to 2010. Nothing. Wow. And... Uh, what is... Wow. It's traumatic. Yes. It is. It's very traumatic. And I really wow. wish people, especially in the places that I work or worked in the past, I wish they would understand. Like, they get it. Like, you have a disability. They have to accommodate you as per the law. But I really wish that they understand that there is so much happening in my daily life. Like, me getting to work... Yeah, what is your... Paint a picture of your usual day for me. Let's talk about this morning. Yes, yeah. (laughs) So this morning, I woke up, looked at the footage. Shoshana was out last night. She was watching a movie. She was watching Troll Hunters, which is now on Netflix. (laughs) And that's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Um, about that. We were home. We were safe. Shoshana's really excited about the snow. Everything's good. Um, Zach and Heinrich got into a bit of a fight last night, which was interesting to watch. It's always interesting to watch them fight because it looks like I'm cooking, Mm -hmm. but you hear a French voice and a German voice going back and forth. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, I'm just cooking. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. it's really cool, but it looks like I'm talking to myself in different voices, Mm -hmm. but I'm not. (laughs) So, uh, this morning I watched the footage. I got ready to... uh, um, to go to registrar office to sort out some funding things that took a long time. But like me walking from my apartment to campus, mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, no, we can't go play in the snow right now, Shoshana. No, we have to do this. Yes, we can get a hot chocolate. Yes, you can have the Nutella at the bottom of the cup. It's fine. And, you know, um, reasoning with Zach would be like, no, we're not going to go shopping today. I know today's payday, but no, we're not going to go shopping today. Heinrich, no, you can't do that. And it's just like a constant thing. And like when I'm running behind, so I had therapy this morning and I was running behind because the TTC was just not cooperative. Mm -hmm. And um, we got stalled right outside Yorkdale and Zach was like, no, let's get off the bus. Yeah. Like, let's get off. I want to go shopping. And they'd be like, no, we're, we're not shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have to wait t- till tomorrow when we go to the Christmas market. And uh, Heinrich's just like, no, let's go do this. Let's do this. And it's just like, no, no, we can't. We can't. And then we get to therapy and everyone suddenly goes silent. Uh, <laughs> of course, like everyone in therapy. Yeah, like they, a lot of people in therapy. They go silent and I have some stuff that I want to figure out. And um, then I hear Shoshana's voice to be like, hey, I want to come out. And I'll be like, no, you can't come out. Today is not your day. And, you know, getting here, like, we've never been to this part of the area before. So it's just like, what's this? What's that? And it's just like, no. <laughs> relax. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything is safe. Um, is it always so constant? Constant. Constant. That's why I thought I had schizophrenia in the beginning. Um, a lot of people think that schizophrenia and DID are the same, but they're not. Uh, schizophrenia, um, no, 
his, his voices in your head. Okay. Uh, whereas I actually have personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everyone thinks that I'm always faking it. Mm-hmm. Um, because everyone's just like, oh, we all have, we're all, mul- we all have mur- multiple personalities. Like, Aaron is, you know, we have stripper Aaron or we mm-hmm. have business Aaron. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, it's not no, like that not at quite. all. Yeah, not like, quite. Like, these that. are actual individual people with their own likes, histories, what have relationships, you. relationships, sex sexual lives, triggers, triggers. So one of like, there's only like one massive trigger that we all share, and that's red roses. Red roses. Uh, because my our rapist sent us red roses every day for six months following. Oh my god. Following the assault. Oh my god. And um, he taped it, and uh, I found out that he taped it in court. And I didn't know there was a tape, so my, it was so bad that there's this thing called a fracture, and this fracture came in, it was, like, pure animalistic. Like, it looked like I was having a massive meltdown, but it was, like, some animalistic, pure id thing took over. None of of us could stay there. And, um, it responds to high stress, massive triggers. So Valentine's Day is... A massive trigger. Massive. Because we were assaulted on Valentine's Day. And, um... So just on Valentine's, you're at home, just with your eyes and ears closed. Like, I avoid... Everything. (laughs) I avoid going to the grocery stores. Like, right now I see red roses. Um, and I'm just like, like... I walk away. Like, I will... It looks like I'm stepping around glass. That's what it looks like. Um, But, like, when we get closer to, like, February, I can't handle it anymore. And I usually go into hibernation. Yeah. (laughs) At that point, um, a lot of people with DID, they also have very complex PTSD Mm -hmm. as a result. Um, Yeah. Yeah. uh, I have PTSD. I have dysthymia, which is chronic mild depression, courtesy of Zach. Mm -hmm who also has some suicide ideation as well. Because sometimes she'll be like, let's step in front of this streetcar. And I'm like, no, we're not going to do that today. So um, I'm sorry if I'm upsetting anybody, but like these are the realities that I have to deal with. And I really... On a daily basis. On a daily basis. And I really wish like employers, for example, would understand that. Yeah. Uh, but they don't. Yeah. Um, so I was recently let go from a job. Um, because, quote, I failed to address some issues, and I don't know what those issues were. Well, I do, but I don't, but I couldn't address them because I physically couldn't remember. And, um, and it's unfortunate because, like, in a way it feels like I would, like, because I was still in my probation period, it feels like they got rid of me because they couldn't handle my disability. Mm. Um, and I really hope that's not the case, but... It's their loss because I yes. am a multifaceted person yes. and my ulcers are also mat- multifaceted as well. And we all have our strengths and weaknesses. And I think I'm a better person because I have these alters. Like my, a little bit of my arrogance comes from Zach. Mm-hmm. Um, my leadership skills come from Heinrich. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like I'm a naturally compassionate, empathetic person, but that is also heightened by the fact that I do have a small child mm-hmm. living in me who... Teaches me a lot. Um, and then there's me. Like, I I already possessed a lot of these qualities, but they're also heightened by the fact that I have these alters. And a lot of people ask me, 
if you could take a pill to get rid of your DID, would you? And I never know how to answer that question. Like, some days I'm like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Some days you're like, no. Because I woke up at somebody's bed and I have no idea who that is. And I, I don't know where the hell I am. And days like today where it's actually been a good day, I'm like, nope, I'm good. Yeah. I'll pass on the pill. This is my life. Yeah. This is... You know what? Like, as horrible as some of you may think it is, it's really not. Um... They have saved my butt more than once, and I, I do absolutely everything I can to, like, advocate for them, and I hope that I do a good job. If there's one thing you want people to know about your disability, and maybe about you, what mm-hmm. is it? To have more compassion. Yeah. To be more understanding. Um... And some of you who may be listening are like, oh, well, I have that. It's fine. And it's just like, <laughs> okay, cool. But like, um, let's put this to the, like, uh, kind of to the test. Um, because I have had people that are like, you know what? I do have compassion. I do have understanding. But once they meet me, they're just like, holy shit. Like, you push this to the limits. And like, a lot of my friends, and I love them dearly, and I'm going to send the links to this, so um, if you're listening, um, thank you so much for being my friend. Um, I know that sometimes days are hard, especially when an altar is out, but thank you for having the patience to know that it's not me. And I know that's a really hard thing for people to understand, like, because they equate it to me, because it's like the biggest mind fuck. Right, when an altar comes out, but they know the body as Beth or Bethany, whichever. And um and it's hard to separate the fact that it's, you know, an altar talking and not me. And uh I understand like how hard that can be. So if you're willing to work with me, I got you. It's fine. But yeah, no, more compassion and understanding. Man. Is there anything else you wanted to tell people before we wrap up? Um, if there's any of you out there that are like me, reach out to me. Yeah. Reach out to me. Cause like, I've only met one other person that's like me. And when I finally met that person and they understood exactly what I was going through, it was awesome. So like, if you're like me, if you have DID or multiple personalities, like, actual other multiple personalities uh feel free to reach out to me so where can people do that uh you can definitely uh reach out to me on instagram so a canadian sex therapist Mm -hmm. all one word um you could also reach out to me on twitter as well so cdn sex therapist Mm -hmm. um and uh just introduce yourself i would love to meet you that's awesome. Yeah. I hope people do do that. And me too. I thank you so much for coming and speaking yeah. about well, this thank today. Thank you for giving me, like, the outlet to do so. My pleasure, man. <laughs> Everyone, again, this has been Bethany, the Canadian sex therapist. And I'm Erin Pym, and this has been the Bed Post Podcast. Check back weekly, everyone, because we release a new episode every Friday. And if you want to rate and review the podcast, I would love you forever. <laughs> if you're in Toronto, 
show and want to see Bedpost Live, my variety stage show runs at the Social Capital the third Friday of every month at 8. And for the first three months of the new year, we're going to be at the Super Wonder Gallery every Tuesday at 9. Go see it. (laughs) For more info, go to bedpost.ca. If you want to get in contact with me, I'm at thebedpostsexshow at gmail.com. And lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!